The Anchored City podcast is recorded in Anchorage, Alaska, on the traditional lands of the Denina Athabascan people. I have heard the oldest stories that the wisest man never told. And I cast aside my worries And just went digging for gold And I will scale the highest mountains Looking for the bluest blue But of all the roads I'll ever walk I just, I can't have Welcome to the special Between the Seasons edition of the Anchored City Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Kiekenfeld. It's Sunday afternoon at Westchester Lagoon, and the ice is filled with skaters, hockey players, and people on kick sleds. This popular park in Anchorage features a hot-mopped hockey area and two skating loops, one smaller and one much larger. Ice skating is part of life in Alaska. Alaskans play hockey, they figure skate, speed skate, and they even adventure skate out to glaciers and along sloughs and through ice caves. The state has lots of indoor arenas of all kinds, but my hunch is that the average Alaskan does a lot of their skating, like the people going in circles at Westchester Lagoon, outdoors, on plowed or shoveled lakes, and on natural or man-made ponds. There are pictures of Alaskans on skates of all kinds in the Alaska Digital Archives going back to the turn of the 20th century. Skating at Westchester Lagoon, however, is much more recent. David Reamer, writing in the Anchorage Daily News, tells the history of the lagoon like this. Westchester Lagoon was once the stream's floodplain, which emptied into Kinnick Arm without interruption. At various times in the city's history, the mouth of Chester Creek has housed a small fishing fleet, been an informal pet cemetery, and been the primary ingress point for bootleggers during Prohibition. Beginning in 1964, city and state planners essentially redesigned the area. Construction of the Minnesota Drive extension over the creek began in 1967 and was completed the next year. Residents of a certain vintage may still call that section of the road the Minnesota Bypass instead of Minnesota Drive. On the morning of September 24, 1973, Anchorage Mayor George Sullivan closed the floodgates at the western end of the creek and the lagoon slowly began to fill. The very next month, in October of 1973, there were skaters on Westchester Lagoon, despite warnings from the Parks Department that the ice was thin. News accounts in November of that year suggest that the city began maintaining skating areas at Westchester Lagoon that very first winter. That makes 2023 the 50th anniversary of ice skating at the lagoon. But even before the creek was dammed and the skating areas maintained, the area that is now Westchester Lagoon and the surrounding area was the home for winter sports activities of all kinds. That I have yet to cross and I have dreamed of faraway places Where imagination just gets lost And I would search the wide world over For one place 
Near Westchester Lagoon, just up the hill to the south, was a hot spot for sports and social life in Anchorage in the years following World War II. The directions given in the newspaper article announcing the opening of Forest Park Country Club read, located just south of the KENI transmitter on Hillcrest Road near the roaming subdivision. The radio station antenna still sits at the southwest end of the lagoon, as does the Art Deco KENI building built in 1948. The building is listed on the National Registry of Historic Places and now is a private residence at 1777 Forest Park Drive. While those landmarks and Hillcrest Road remain, the country club is gone. Today, nothing is left of the golf course and its clubhouse that sat near the intersection of Hillcrest Road and Forest Park Drive. But let's go back to the time when it first opened. On Sunday, July 30, 1950, after a free day for players to get into the swing of things, the Forest Park Golf Course and Country Club opened. The big event for the day was a golf tournament to see who could set the course record for 18 holes on the brand new 1,112-yard, 9-hole pitch-and-putt course. Par for 9 holes on the links was reported to be set at 27 strokes. The lowest score on opening day would be declared the winner and would receive a trophy that had been on display all week at the J. Vic Brown & Sons Jewelry Store. Forest Park was developed and owned by George Lingo, a well-known citizen and manager of the local land office. On hand for the opening day was the designer of the course, Gloria Bowman of Seattle, who operated the pitch-and-putt golf course in the Greenwood neighborhood of that city. After all the holes were played, it was Corporal Robert E. Dowling that took home the trophy, shooting a 62 for the opening round of 18 holes. When the country club opened, a large log clubhouse overlooking the course and Cook Inlet was under construction. The finished clubhouse would go on to be a center of social life in 1950s and 60s Anchorage, hosting banquets, dinners, dances, wedding receptions, fundraisers, and galas of all kinds. It took until September 4 of the same year for the course to have its first hole-in-one when Major F.B. Hal Halderson of the Alaska Air Command sunk a single shot on the 91-yard eighth hole. A player with 25 years of experience, Halderson had been playing the course weekly since it opened. In the same article mentioning the hole-in-one, it was mentioned that the new course record of 51 strokes for 18 holes, three under par, was shared by the club pro Lloyd Smith and Ed Carwey. You might be wondering why I'm talking about golf in the middle of the winter on an episode that started with ice skating, and that's a really good question. The answer is that Forest Park Country Club was the center for not just golf and social events in the 50s and 60s, but also winter sports. In a cover story in the Anchorage Daily Times the week that Forest Park opened, the final paragraph read, in part, The golf course site is natural also for winter sports. There are plans for a skating pond, and the hills in the area lend themselves as perfect skiing slopes. In the winter of 1952, a skating rink was open at 4 p.m. on weekdays and 1 p.m. on Sundays at the Country Club, and dog sled racing and rides were taking place on the grounds. Skiing was also on the winter sports menu at Forest Park. According to the website Alaska Lost Ski Areas Project, during the 1950s and up till 1967, the golf course had a small family rope tow. This was a good beginner's hill where many Anchorage skiers got their first taste of skiing. The Anchorage High School, now West Anchorage High School, cross-country team used to train here as well. A caption under a pair of photos in a November 8, 1961 edition of the Anchorage Daily Times read, Learning to Ski at the Golf Course. 
Gary King's ski school is evidentially branching out. King skipped the slopes Sunday and held classes at Forest Park Golf Course, which King cited as the perfect spot for beginners to get the feel of the slopes. More than 60 beginners received instruction. One could also downhill ski on the Romig Hill across the street from the high school. At that location, in the same neighborhood as Forest Park, there was a rope tow servicing downhill skiing and ski jumping that ended in what is now Westchester Lacoon. That ski area operated from 1957 till the 1964 earthquake when the gland in the tidal flats dropped and changed the topography. Forest Park also played an important role in the development of cross-country skiing in Anchorage as well. In a Saturday edition of the Times from 1964, a picture on page 14 showed Joe Kala of Clark Junior High and City Councilman Sewell Faulkner, known as Stumpy, preparing for a Nordic ski race the next day. Starting and ending at Faulkner's house on 11th Avenue, the four-mile course, as described by Alice Tower Knapp in her book On Track, went over the train trestle to the Forest Park Country Club, along Romig Hill in the area of present-day Westchester Lagoon, and back. Reports estimate anywhere from 80 to over 100 racers. Six trophies were given out in 12 classes. The race, known as the Bootlegger Cove Cross-Country Ski Race, was covered by a full page of pictures in the Friday, January 17, 1964 edition of the Anchorage Times. The reporters noted that cross-country skiing is coming into its own in the Anchorage area and that the whole affair was a smashing success. Just two days after that race, the Daily Times ran a short article titled, Nordic Ski Club Being Organized. Two weeks later, the club was meeting. An ambitious move followed. One day after the first meeting, an announcement was in the paper that the club would host tryouts for the U.S. Junior National Championships. The Anchorage Nordic Ski Club, known today as Nordic Skiing Association of Anchorage, or NSAA, continues to this day. I want to highlight one more winter sport with a club that continues to today that also got its start at the Forest Park Country Club. On Friday, May 22, 1953, a short article titled Curling Club May Be Formed ran on page 7 of the Daily Times. It seems that Dutch Gersein was hoping to establish the Scottish sport in Anchorage. In January of 1954, the paper updated that story with the headline, Local Group Will Try to Form Curling Club. On April 23, 1954, it was front page news that the curling club had, in fact, been formed. Yet no rocks were curled that winter or the next as the club sought a facility. In October 1956, there was a breakthrough when George Lingo donated land by the country club for a curling facility. The club wasted no time, and a month later, one sheet was ready for play and another was under construction. In January of 1957, it was reported that the club had constructed a $6,000 building at the country club location. League play began January 8th of 1957, and the first for rendezvous bondspiel took place that February. And with all those lessons learned, with the crazy long life that I lived already, and the scars I earned, I still can't seem to find. But loving you just once was worth it, even if I 
Forest Park Country Club faded from Anchorage when the land was purchased in 1967 by Bob and Evangeline Atwood after the bank that financed the golf course and country club suggested that they buy the land and develop it. Atwood, who owned and edited the Anchorage Daily Times, was reluctant to buy the land, but gave in when his wife took a liking to it. They built their house in 1968 on the spot where the clubhouse had stood. Today, a large part of what was Forest Park is the gated community called Atwood Estates. The Westchester Lagoon area has been home for winter sports since before the lagoon even existed. Winter sports, both competitive and social, bring people together in the dark, cold winter months and help us pass the time. They keep folks active and fit when our internal clocks are telling us to sit, and they help to build community. This is the first of an occasional series we're starting on winter sports. Keep your eyes open for new episodes in the coming weeks and years as we explore Anchorage's winter sports. Until next time, I'm Joel Kiekenfeld. Be good out there. Anchored City Podcast is grateful for a grant from Resonate Global Mission and a partnership with Street Psalms, both of which contribute to making this podcast possible. And we're grateful for you, our listeners. If you are grateful for what you are hearing, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and recommend us to your friends. You can support this podcast by selecting the Anchorage Urban Training Collaborative at smile.amazon.com when you shop at Amazon so that when you make a purchase, Amazon donates to us. Resources used to make this episode can be found in the show details. The Anchorage City Podcast is a production of the Anchorage Urban Training Collaborative. The mission of the collaborative is to train the heads, hands, and hearts of urban leaders to love their city and seek its peace. When we say peace, we mean the desire to see a world where all things are the way they're supposed to be for all people. Find us online at anchorageutc.org or on social media at Anchorage UTC. Our theme music is by Anchorage's own Monica Ludner. <laughs>